and by the way, I know this is controversial, you know, say what you will about iced coffee, but I, I've yet to find some independent, cool, hip coffee bar that makes iced coffee as good as Starbucks, and I'm sorry. I don't think, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. So you wanted you didn't want to do man on the street, but then you did man on the street. I did man on the street because I wanted I have an upcoming special which we can talk about, but oh, we're definitely essentially talk about I'm, that. I'm attacking it from every angle. Mm. So, you know, I'm 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 meeting with a PR team. Uh, I have, you know, 100 plus pieces of content that are getting prepped. All clips from the special? Yeah, so basically the special will be clipped up into about 100 plus pieces of content. Um Holy and cow. then you know, we, you know, I put, I spent my own money on it and I really, I really believe in it. And the, and the point, and, and so I was like, well, let me just do everything I can. And if that includes man on the street, I mean, the only thing that's stopping me from doing that is my, is, is judgment from my comedy peers. And that's stupid. So that's so interesting because people are going to be like some, 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 you know, comedians who might find it a little bit lowest common denominator or, mm. you know, and and the thing that is, I'm doing it a little bit differently in this. I'm not doing it too different. I'm I'm just basically copying the Hannah Burner model. For those of you guys watching, and if you want to be like an influencer or Ooh, yeah, a look down the creator, barrel. Uh, just know that the blueprint for creating and and being successful is already on the internet. So if you see somebody who's, you know, going viral with their man on the street interviews, mm. just just follow their blueprint and do what they did. For there's no like nobody has a patent on asking people questions on the street. Absolutely not. So anybody can do it. Uh, but but I think just know what your intention behind it is because um, that's the most important thing because I think people will start a podcast or start comedy or without any clear goal is where they want to end up. They're just like, oh, let me just do this thing because I see all these other people going viral. So, you know, for me, it, clearly it is I want my special to pop off. I want to sell tickets on my tour uh, and I want to just have other opportunities to perform and act on film and TV. So anything that raises my clout to do that, you know? Is that, so if someone were saying like, what's your ultimate goal, that is, that's the, that's the encapsulation of that? Yeah, I mean, I went to I went to one of the best theater schools in the country and- Which uh, is, give them a shout out, where'd you go? Tish. Oh, you went to Tish? Oh, yeah. incredible, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stella Adler Studio. Yep. You know, I, is it lame when I say one of the best? Because I no, because it's Tish. Tish to, is to, one to, of the best. The, the fact is, it doesn't really matter where you go. It's all just a means to end. And there's people who have no real technical uh, training that become uber celebrities. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I feel, now I feel dumb that I said that, but I, why? I don't know. Um, while you're drinking, I do want to briefly tell those that are listening at home uh, and those that are steeping at home, my steeples. Uh, today we are drinking uh, a Kucha tea, which comes out of Colorado. Absolutely love it. Kucha? Kucha. That's Kuchi, the brand. Kucha, Kucha, uh, That's what they are. They're, they were originally called Uchi Wally and they changed it. Uh, but this is uh, Bitan Piao Shu Jasmine Green Tea. Okay. Uh, and for those steeping at home, about 180, I would say, between 180 and 185 for about three to four minutes. Kind yeah. of whatever you like. If you oversteep a jasmine specifically, in my opinion, it does get a little more bitter. Do you get sponsored so by these people or what? We, is that the goal to get, uh, to get some- season one is exclusively sponsored by conjure tea we no, love it's we, not yes it is we love conjure tea uh go check out conjure why are, tea 
so you were saying I had asked you what your ultimate goal is. You said you went you went to a, let me change what you said because I know you don't like it. We you went to a, a performing arts school. Yeah, and okay. you know the goal was to always act, and uh, I just thought comedy was going to kind of be a means to an end. Well, not necessarily because I really love doing comedy. I was going to say you're very good at it, so that's interesting. Uh, it's nice of you to say that. I wasn't always very good at it. It's funny you, you, where you start and where you end up. It's just like. I don't know. I want to. I want to pick at that for a second. I understand that not not everyone was good all the time. Like I get that. I hear that. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw you perform, and you were, you did great. Afterward, you we like I like I think I I met you whatever, and I was like, hey, that was a great set, and you were like, yeah, I killed it. Did I do that? You did, but but let me explain. At first, my immediate reaction, not to anyone else, but to myself, I go, I don't love that, right? <laughs> That was my immediate thought. I go, I don't love that. Yeah. And then I remember I was walking home because it was at Westside Comedy. And it was, you know, I, I used to live, um, you know, fourth in Ocean Park. So I was walking yeah. home and I was like, and I, and I had a lot of time. Okay. Because my, my, uh, I didn't have Bluetooth headphones, so I couldn't really do much. So I was like, I'm just going to be with my own thoughts. And I was like, why didn't I like that? And I was mm. like, you know what? I, I think I, I think I was envious because I wasn't able to get off stage and go, I killed because I did well yeah. that night, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell myself that I did well. And I yeah. was very, and I was like, Oh, I didn't like that. I think because I wish I were doing that. I did. I, and I'm not well, I, I, just to, I want to be fair when I have a set where it's like, you I, it must've been a really good set. I think it was because if a set is, if I don't kill, I'll come off and I'll be like, that was pretty good. I'm never going to say that was bad because it, it's never bad, but cause I, oh, but I I'm can't all, get there. But um, it's I'll be like, I, like if I killed it, it's because I feel I say that to myself. Like it's kind of like you got to celebrate and congratulate yourself. And when it's not as good as you want it to be, I'm also really hard on myself, you know. And so it's like that is so interesting it's, because it's, you exude confidence to me. Like you are one of the comics that I think exudes more confidence than anyone else. And I would argue, and please feel free to disagree, that that confidence, like. It, it, it helps because you, we all start believing the stories we tell. So if I tell myself I sucked on a, at a set, yeah. it's going to stay with me. And like two weeks later, people are going to be like, how'd that suck? I'll be like, oh, I sucked because that's what I remember. But like you strike me as someone who's so confident that like forget whether you believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I go, oh, he is really good. Well, <laughs> you know? um, it, it, that comes with a lot of work, self, mm. you know, mirror work and what is mirror ther- work? therapy and journaling and literally looking at myself in the mirror and being like you're a fucking star should i be doing that is that gonna you help are, me you are you are awesome you are the best you people like you you're funny you are a nice person people want to spend time with you you know and 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 it literally just comes from doing that every day and then also writing it down and continuing to say it and then there's also little mannerisms that i do when i walk on stage to to help me feel like i am a confident person on stage because otherwise you know you're because you're fighting this this inner monologue for those people who've had like constant positive reinforcement their whole life you may not this may not be an issue for you but (laughs) yeah if you're listening to this and had that email me tell me how to get it but it but if you you know if if you come from (laughs) you know like if if you don't have that and i'm not saying like i'm not saying one is better than the other everything you know i'm just saying like some of us have to work harder to feel that way. So we work extra hard to feel that way. So that's what I have to work extra hard to feel that way. And like I do write down like the, the goals I want and like 
I'll be, I'll be writing stuff like, you know, you have the power to shape your reality. Like you are a star, like you are the best. Like, and, and that's not because I necessarily, that's not because I believe that it's because like, in order for me to feel confident, I have to do those things. You know I don't I think mean? I do enough of it. Oh yeah. You got to do it all the time. Uh, it's, you, you, you have to, uh, you have to do it every day. There's a lot of people who are out here thriving yeah. and there's a lot of people out here that are just surviving. And for the people who are like surviving, they have to work extra hard to feel I'm special. surviving. I don't feel like I'm thriving. I mean, it's, it feels like you're thriving, bro. I mean, I, after I leave, I'm going to for sure look this up on Zillow. So. Oh, you certainly can. Um, <laughs> but I think, but I think, so here's what's really interesting. I, I remember there was something really interesting conversation that I want to get back to what you do before you get on stage. But there was a really interesting conversation we had once where we were standing outside. I think it was West Side. It might have been, might have been that of the comedy store. It was one of the two. And I said, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a while. It's great to see you. And you said, yeah, you too. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm exhausted. And I was like, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, what happened? And I don't remember the cities, so don't hold me to this. You had landed the night before. Yeah. You were in LA for, I'm going to say conservatively 26 hours maybe. Yeah. And then you were flying somewhere else. And it turned out that year you had, you had uh, maybe bit off more than you could chew college-wise. I think that's maybe what, mm. is that a polite way to put that? You, you yeah, booked a ton a of, of colleges in a, a row. a lot of traveling, yeah. And, and I remember, I was like, that's amazing though, right? And you were like, and you said this, you go, I'm so grateful and I'm so tired. And yeah. then you, and you walked away and I was Did like, I say that? damn, yeah. Oh, man. And, and I was like, damn, I get, but that's a good thing though. What I, well, I'm yeah. saying that in a positive way. I'm saying you said that. I remember you walking away and I go, from the outside, it's easy for someone like me to see that and go, man, he's killing and everything must be great. But a lot of people don't think about the fact that like, you're probably up sometimes at five in the morning to go catch a flight or like catch Truly. a connector. You're Truly. sitting in airports. You might, let's say you do a show and it's really great. And I don't know if you were dating, you, you know, who you're dating now at the time, but let's say you were for argument's sake, you're at, you know, you do a great show, you come home. It's not like all of a sudden you have that person right there in the room to go hang out with. Yeah. You might call her and be like, Hey, I had a great set, but then you were alone in a, in a hotel or motel room or a comedy condo just being like, well, Guess yeah, I'm here. Well, well, luckily, uh, I am very good at being alone. I, I, I've mm-hmm. grown, I'm, I'm comfortable being by myself and I have things to entertain me. I think after a certain, I think like two to three weeks into like a tour, I think you start, you start to go a little bit loopy. <laughs> I'm not at a level where I can really fly anybody out to open for me or yeah, yeah. have somebody hang with me. Also, uh, to be honest, I'm not a fun person to hang out with on tour. I don't, when I'm touring, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Neither I, do I. I uh, I treat it like a marathon, and and because I vocally I am doing a little bit more with my voice than other people are. Yeah. Um, I have to be careful about what I eat, what you know, what I put in my in my body, in my energy, how I use my energy before, during, and after shows. Uh, Wait, so you said you do something before you go on stage to give you confidence? What is that? Oh well, as I walk on, I I, I point to the crowd like this. Oh. And y'all, for those that are listening, not watching, he's pointing everywhere. He's pointing at all the people everywhere, all the time. Up, he's pointing up. Even if there's not a second, and down. If there's not a, if there's not a second. I was going to say, if there's not a second level, do you still point up? Oh, yeah. You it's it's it. funny because it's, it's goofy, but yep. it, 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 uh, it makes me feel like a, a rock star, like I'm playing like that, you know, that stadium or that. Even if you're not, it, it just makes you feel a certain way, you know? I used to pre-pandemic. I used to go and just give high fives down the row in the front row. Also, not a bad idea. I don't do it as much now. I don't trust the cleanliness of the audience. But I um, mm, just yeah. just COVID wise. Well, you were also saying. So I was saying what your ultimate goal was, and you said mm. originally you were coming out here and you did comedy as a means to get more acting. 
Yeah, I but suppose then you liked so. It. I mean, I guess I always liked comedy. I guess I always wanted to do it. And so uh, I just, can I also with the tea, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I had tea last night. Sure. I, I, do, I have like my own little tea box and I have my teas Love that I it. have. And, uh, you don't do like the small teacups. Like I have a little Japanese teapot and sure. I have a way smaller teacup because I find that if you, the, the really hot tea will cool off faster in a smaller cup. Because, it, yeah. Because you know what I mean? And also it's like very satisfying to drink out of like a little cup. So the reason I don't do that for the podcast is because it would be a bit of a hullabaloo to like have a, have a little tea set and have to do all that. Um, yes. So uh, the style in which you're talking about, I love drinking that way, especially with like oolongs. I like doing that. Yeah. Um, it's just, and you also can do fun things. Like if you have a proper tea set with a tray, you can have something called a tea pet. You know what that is? Uh, no. It's a little animal where essentially like a it's sit. Pet. Yeah. It's like a little porcelain animal and you like put it on your tray and then you, a lot of times when you're doing a first, you could do what is called a rinse. Do you ever rinse tea? Uh, no. It's it's really quickly like doing a, a a thirty second just pour through of some hotter water on tea. It originated because a lot of times people felt there was pesticides in the tea or things oh. like that, and would get rid of it. Now it's just kind of tradition. But you would take that first little cup of the rinse and you would pour it over your little tea pad, and it, like each tea pad means something different. I saw a tea from China. That was like rolled up into a ball. Yeah. And it was like you could keep reusing it mm-hmm. and it would actually get stronger. Like the more you used it and the, the leaves more came, open. Yeah. yeah. The more it opened up it, and it was really cool. It was really fast. Like, cause like, so the first cup of tea is like not the best one you for that. Pour you'd, it over. You'd pour it over. Yeah. Um, very fascinating stuff. I uh, Have you ever seen tea? It's like quote unquote tea chocolate bars. It looks like a chocolate bar, but it's little tea squares and you break a piece off and put it in a cup. Wow, no, but I love that. Yeah. I, I think tea, I think it's cool. You're like literally drinking like a flower. You know what I mean? hundred percent. I will have a cup of iced coffee every once in a while. And by the way, I know this is controversial. You know, say what you will about iced coffee, but I, I've yet to find some independent cool hip coffee bar that makes... Iced coffee is good as Starbucks, and I'm sorry. I don't think, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me, I'm sorry. Let me back you up for a second here. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm so, sorry. so I also drink coffee. I had coffee. You, you can ask Martin and Lucas. I had coffee this morning. I love independent coffee shops. There's an independent coffee shop around the corner for me. It's called Narwhal. It's the best. They're my coffee place. That being said, when I am traveling, you, I it, yeah. sometimes it's really tough. You go to an independent coffee place. You don't, it doesn't taste anything like you want. No. You have no idea what you're dealing with. Starbucks is good for consistency. You know what you're getting? I, I, I get it. You know, I'm Brazilian, and when I go to Brazil, uh, a lot of people don't know this about Brazil, but like, for example, like Pizza Hut is like a nice place in Brazil. Like, people oh, wow. like Pizza Hut a lot. I didn't know that. Uh, Outback Steakhouse is also a nice restaurant in Brazil. This is real. So, like, if you go to Brazil, uh, there's like a line, there's a wait to get an Outback Steakhouse in Brazil. For the Bloomin' Onion. For, uh, whatever whatever it is, it's just different. And But but in general, point being is like when you travel around the world or country, sometimes those the Chipotle's or the fast food places are you're just your best bet to like just get something you know what it is and it's going to taste the same across the board. You know what I mean? Do you speak Portuguese? I do. I do. Uh, really wish I'd known that. I've been to Brazil three times and mm. uh, just really, I know Spanish, so I thought I'd be okay. Mm. Not even in the ballpark. Yeah, Portuguese is like the love child of French and Spanish. If I had to, if I had to put it into a category. But yeah, no, Brazil's great. I don't know. I, I but when I go there, I don't go anywhere exciting. I go to like the West Virginia of Brazil. <laughs> yeah, people are like, I'll be like, I'm going to Brazil. They're like, Oh my god, you're going to Brazil. It's like because most of my family lives in the capital, which is 
essentially like DC, but then people live outside of DC in the Surrey, like Virginia sure. and Maryland yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's essentially where they live, you know? So I, I'm not anywhere in particularly exciting. I mean, it's cool know? though. And it's a very dry, it's a very like dry place. Like in Brasilia, the, it, ra- it will rain for like one month straight and then the rest of the year it won't, it won't. And the, it, the dirt's like orange and it's, it's very interesting. I don't know. Just different, you know, go out and travel. Like Barack Obama said, go out and travel. That's the did, best. Did education. he say that? Yeah, he said one of the best educations you can get in perspective is to travel. You know, see perspectives that are not your own. I want to ask you an interesting question. So I didn't, I didn't know you're Brazilian. I've known you for a bit. I didn't know you're Brazilian. This question better be interesting. I can't believe you're just like labeling your questions. Like, I Let me ask you this question. I know it's interesting. Here's my interesting question. It, it is interesting. You don't lead anywhere with the fact that you're Brazilian. You don't. It, it is not. No. It, it is not in the front side of your identity Comedy? as a comic. No. Why is that? Because I think a lot of people will often lead with it thinking yeah. that it might lead them to other opportunities. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that. I find every comedian is kind of like starting their set out with like, hey, I'm, you know, Asian and bisexual or hey, I'm, I'm black and gay. And, and that's, that's weird. Okay. I just tried both of those. They don't work for me. No. And, 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 I, and, I, and I get that. And, and I think that's good to do, especially if you're if you're a group that's marginalized and it's like important to hear that voice, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Brazilian, not all people know about Brazil. I feel like Brazilian people are kind of like off white, uh, you know, race in Brazil is, is, is categorically different than race in a lot of other countries. How so? Uh, it's just, if you, you could even like look up race on Wikipedia and Brazil has its like own section, you know, socioeconomic status is more of a thing that kind of determines your, how people treat you in Brazil, oh, you know? Okay. Um, and Brazil is, there's so many different types of people that came to Brazil, you know, like um, essentially it's the Portuguese, right? You know, line of demarcation. That's why Brazil is, they like made some deal, Portugal made some deal with Spain or something. And then like they got a certain amount of South America and Spain got a certain amount. Interesting. That's, okay. that's how, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not a history buff. This is like a vague understanding. You know more happened. than I do. So this is so, helpful. So, you know, there, there's like a lot of different, there's indigenous people, there's a lot of German people that came over, a lot, there's a lot of Japanese people. Like, I mean, when you look at, like, it's a, there's a lot of cultural influences in Brazil that kind of make, make it a really, truly like a, a crazy melting pot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go to different parts of Brazil, you'll, you'll see different types of people. So, um, point being, I don't really lead with it because... Um, I, I'm personally not as in touch with my, you know, my, uh, my roots as some other people are, you know, I, my mom was one of the only people from her family of, of nine brothers and two sisters that came to America. I think she was the only one for the most nine part. Nine brothers. Yeah. And so I don't really, you know, we didn't go to like, I don't have anybody here to connect with on that front. And also I don't feel like I speak Portuguese, but sometimes I'm a little bit insecure about it because I, I like, I speak it well. But I'm still, you know, an American. I'm more American than, than I am. And then also my dad died. He was raised in Argentina. Mm. So I do speak some Spanish. Uh, but, he, you know, he died. And so I don't really have a strong connection to that community mm. either. So I don't want to be a hypocrite or a liar and, and lean into a certain identity that when the truth is, you know, I grew up an hour outside of New York City in New Jersey and the fact is, like, I'm I'm American. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So also uh, on another another like thing, it's like you know, c- c- comedy 
while it's good to tell your story, it doesn't have to be like all about your identity. I mean, if you look at my material, it's it's mostly about love and dating and sex and relationships, but I think that's like a a, a uniting force. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, I guess I don't lead with it. Maybe that maybe I should. I, I don't know. No, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, listen, I, I I understand also the challenge of like, and also some people don't see it as diverse that much. People don't even know people. Don't, people don't, I, I I swear to God, I, I auditioned many years ago for a prominent diversity showcase here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I got a call back, and the, the director of the showcase, who was since uh, fired, um, you know, he asked me after my after my call back, he was like, "So what what is your background?" And I, I go, "Well, I'm I'm uh, Brazilian." And, you know, my father was raised in Argentina and he was like, so you're Portuguese and Italian, which kind of was like the, in, the inclination. What was it? I think he was kind of hinting at like, well, you're actually like more white than anything. Really? That was the vibe. And, 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 uh, and also like here I, I look Arab and I look Middle Eastern. I look Palestinian or Jewish or uh, Israeli. I look, I look a lot of things. Sure. But point being is I'm not going to really get considered considered for a, like a like a Mexican role. Like I auditioned for I had a callback for I think it was like CSI or something. Mm. And it was, you know, the guy's last name was Lopez. He was a Mexican army sergeant. And the, the fact is, like, I don't I know what they're looking for. And I don't look like that, even though I speak Spanish and I could I could do it. Mm. I'm not what they're looking for, you know. So I, so I'm never quite enough of one thing. That is does so that make sense? It does. That sounds so, like a challenge in and of itself. So I don't really lean into my identity at all because like my identity isn't like enough of one thing. That is so interesting. I, the other challenge, especially I think, it's, they're not the stories that people want to hear right now. So no, definitely not. But like, I think yeah. the challenge for someone like you also though, is like you're doing, I mean, you riff a ton, but you are doing music where it's not like you're going to have an entire song. Like I'm Brazilian. Here's a song about it. Or like I, yeah. my dad died, have a song about it. Like, I think those are things that are a little harder to. And also I can't really do crowd work in the set. I wouldn't feel comfortable, uh, poking jokes or doing little roasts for people who are, you know, Mexican or black or Asian or, you know, like some people who are truly like you know, black or Asian or of um, of a marginalized, a really truly marginalized mm-hmm, group, mm-hmm. they kind of have more freedom to like make fun of each other. You know what I'm saying? Does, does that make sense? And I don't feel like I uh, have that. I I don't feel completely comfortable doing that. Even I, though sometimes I can, but I I, I wouldn't want to be misconstrued the wrong way. You know. And also, when I fill out a dude, when I fill out a form, I'm like. Am I Latin or or am I South American? Like, because Brazil, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Does Brazil fall in that category? Because if if Brazilian is if Portuguese is like a Latin language, then wouldn't French be Latin? Then I don't know. It's like a whole thing. I, so I don't know what to to check or you know what I mean. No, I can appreciate but that. I'm confused about who I am. <laughs> I'm confused about who you want me to be. You're on a journey of self discovery. Yeah. Um, so I I just am like, no, nah, I'm American. That's my that's where you know I, I have a Brazilian passport, but. I was raised here and, you know. You're doing it. Hoorah. Let's Hoorah. go. Uh, well, I think that's as good a time as any to get to our first segment. Are you ready for the first Let's segment? Let's do the first it's segment. It's called the Newly Friend Game. 
It's like the newlywed game, but we're friends. I left you a whiteboard right there and a marker. You also have a, a little paper towel if you want to do any erasing. Um, the way this works, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to write down your answer. I'm going to try and guess what your answer is, and then we'll flip our boards, and similarly, we'll do the same thing for me. Okay. Now, I'm actually going to give you a choose-your-own-adventure here. Yeah. Because uh, I had a different question for you, but I'm going to open it up. So you have two options. Do you want to go a musical journey, or do you want to go a Brazilian journey? Let's do musical. Okay. Is my okay? question, I, I'm happy to See do it. asking like, is it okay that I didn't talk about my identity? Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to, well, I wasn't originally going to do Brazilian, but then yeah. when you brought it up, I was like, I can do that too. Yeah. Um, it's a very simple question. Who would you say growing up was your favorite, I'm going to either say musical comedian or musician who brought comedy into what they do? Because those are two different things. So don't tell me, write down your answer. Okay, flip your boards on three. One, two, three. Oh, that's a great that's a great answer. So Morgan wrote Stephen Lynch. I wrote Adam Sandler. I remember seeing Stephen Lynch, his Comedy Central, and I, I his his special on there, and I was I just thought it was the coolest thing. I was I wanted to do stand up, um, but he was the first musical comedian that I really uh, saw, and I was like, this is great. This well, because is, awesome. is is that? And he's a great example of somebody who took his talent. He went on Did to, he go to Broadway. He went on to be on Broadway. He was the wedding. He was the singer and the wedding singer. Yeah. And it, I mean, like, it just goes to show the the versatility you can do if you're just the overall good performer. You know. Because when you started doing, because you started just doing stand up, not musical stand up. What was the impetus then to move you over? You're just like, I'm just gonna give it a run. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I had auditioned for JFL doing stand up uh, when I was 24 and 25, mm. and then uh, nothing happened, and I just was kind of like creatively tapped out and. I was very outcome based, mm. uh, meaning I, I wanted the goal more than I want. Like I wanted to do the work, you know, the art, the craft. I think I'm still in having that problem. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, if I'm going to really keep doing this, I have to really have fun and I have to enjoy doing it. And so, you know, a friend had recommended that I, I kind of really tap into that music stuff. And again, the only thing that was holding me back was kind of the judgment of peers and just like being scared to having done stand-up for six years, like now I got to like start over. But um, overall, it was a good decision. So I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. Let's knock out my question real fast and then yeah. we can put these boards down and not pick them back up again. I'm actually going to go with the Brazil route because I think it's pretty fun. Um, what was my favorite Food? Brazilian delicacy that I had while I was there? Don't say it. Write it down. I'm going to... I, I real quick, can I ask a follow up question? Do I you mean, have any dietary restrictions? Uh, I I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat, but I do eat fish. Flip on one, two, three. Oh wow, Morgan got it. Pão de queijo. Pão de queijo. I, Who doesn't like pão de queijo? Are you it, kidding me? It was. I knew immediately. I knew immediately. You know why? Because that's why I had to ask if you had any like if you were like lactose intolerant no, or no, none of that. But all I do is eat ice cream. I'm so glad I got that right. I can I tell you something? I couldn't stop eating. <laughs> I because you just don't, there's not a good analog in I the US. It. There just isn't a good Actually, one. Actually, there is a place where you can get it. If you go to Venice and near Overland, there's a Brazilian, uh, a Brazilian Mercado and you can get the frozen and it, it, it tastes just like the uh, really. Tastes just like what you want, yeah. Because there's not really an Americanized version of that. You can't go to a no, restaurant. No, no, actually, they do that. have Trader Joe's, Pão de Queijo, but it's really bad. 
Uh, so you want to go to this Brazilian Mercado. It's it's almost near Venice and Overland. And I go there every once in a while to get all my Brazilian treats like uh, coxinha, um, pão de queijo, kibi. Um, they got a lot of good stuff there. So that's where I I'd recommend you if you want to go. That. You better does, believe it, bro. Does everyone say that? Does everyone say they love that? Uh, they don't have to say it because when I show up to a dinner party and I have made the ponji queijo, you make I, you home make it? No, no, no. I just get the frozen oh, one yeah. and, I, and I, I bake it and um, I bring it as it is the first thing to be eaten immediately. It is immediately so good. And I ate a lot of stuff while I was there that I'd never had before. No, that's but the best thing. Because also you could pop them like baby aspirin; they're delicious. Yeah, because also they are served basically everywhere. And they and they come. They also come in different sizes. You can get a small one, a big one. If you're at the, if you're at the airport, they they sell it everywhere. So good, and it is the best thing. It's it's um, if you haven't had it, pounji queijo, cheesy bread, essentially. I do also love the accent. I love your accent. You surprised I got that, huh? I you know I didn't know. I, I, listen until today. I didn't even know you were Brazilian. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but I do love I love the accent. I can t- absolutely see why. I, I so let me give a little backstory. I I met your girlfriend on a photo shoot. Um, she does hair and makeup and was the like nicest person to me in the whole wide mm-hmm. world. But I can I can see I can see why uh why she was running after you. I mean, like with that accent, that yeah. Well, how could you not? Uh, do you? Does she ever ask you to speak? Uh, no, no, really? No, no. no. She, has, she, has, she likes when I sing to her, but uh, she never asked me to speak another language. I would date you if you sang to me. I mean, come on. You no, know, I had an ex-girlfriend who uh, I sang. She asked me to sing to her, and afterwards she was like, "I thought that was gonna feel weird for you to sing to me, but now I kind of need you to sing all the time." I kind of listen because we're, we're not like, dating. I want you to sing to me. Yeah, because it's like if you, if you're married to John Legend or. Wouldn't you want John Legend to sing one of his hits for you? He literally have a, like a Grammy, yes. platinum award winning art. Not to say I am John Legend. I'm just saying, if you have somebody with te- like that who can do that for you, and I like to sing, so I'm happy to do it. I mean, I I like this is going to blow your mind. So, so I, I I'm I'm a musician. I, I played guitar for 15 years. I studied jazz uh, in college and, and jazz performance. Probably play better than me. No problem. I, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah I, but I, but this is what I. So that was my old life, and I toured in a band. I did all that stuff. I've been dating my girlfriend. Her name is Jess. I've been dating Jess for almost four years. She's heard me play guitar once. Oh really? I um yeah because the the big challenge and this actually uh, this easily turns into a question for you is trying to balance everything is is hard. Yeah. And when I used to play guitar seriously, I was practicing hours a day. How do you? Because you are someone who you travel a ton and and you're performing constantly. You're also doing a lot of videos. How are you prioritizing time? I have something called a time box, which I saw on a TikTok ad which is basically, you could buy it on Amazon and essentially it breaks up each day into 30 minute increments. Hmm. And then you have your three top priorities and you have a list of the things you can like brain dump and then you can just kind of organize it into when you're going to do it. And I do that. Um, If I know like I have a couple weeks or months coming up where I'm not going to, I don't have to travel a lot, I might then reprioritize what I want to work on. Hmm. I actually starting now, like one of the things I'm working on is getting back into working out and getting into better shape. Uh, and then that's funny. You look like you're in fine shape, but what do I know? Yeah. I just want to, you know, I want, I just want to be like stronger a little bit. Yeah, put on and, a little and, muscle. And, yeah. And then, um, like for example, when I, I have a 30 city fall tour coming up, holy uh, cats, 30 cities. Yeah. So that's going to start September 20th ish and it's going to go till sometime in November. But you know, leading up to that, 
you know, I'll spend a month or two running almost every day and doing vocal work every day and eating healthy every day and prepping every day for that. Um, you know, cause it's going to be tough and I'm probably going to catch a cold at some point. I just want to be healthy. Will. And so, yeah. But do you, do you ever find when you're here, when you're at home, that prioritization gets harder because at least for me, I know that I build in, and I say this in, in a positive way, I have to build in what I call like watering the relationship plant. Like that's just as important. So yeah. Like, so when I'm in town, me and me and my partner, we, we prioritize spending time with each other because she might have to work on set for 14 hours and then I, I might have to leave for, for a show. Um, but that's about it. You know, like my, my schedule has been so crazy that it's hard to find some sense of normalcy, but now I do, I am hiring, you know, people to help me with stuff that I used to do to hope, hopefully free up time for other things and be more creative. And, um, when we will see how it goes, I, I mean, it, it's, I'm in a financial place where I can hire people. Sure. Uh, so it's not lost on me for people who are up and coming, how difficult it is to really balance stuff, especially with how, you know, how expensive things are. And when you, you know, you have to constantly be putting out content, but then also being be creative. And it, it's, it's really tough for a comedian coming up now. Um, if you don't have like the years of experience that you had, you know what I mean? Yeah. But don't you feel, I, I, I totally know what you mean. And sometimes the challenge I try and explain to people is like, I feel like I, these days, I'm equal parts businessman and comedian. Yeah. And that sometimes is tough for me because sometimes I just want to be a comedian and I don't have that luxury. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Do you not ever sit there and just go like, you know, oh, I really wanted to write some jokes today or write a new song today, but instead I need to balance the books or I need to map out the content strategy for the next two months or I need like all that kind of stuff. It takes That's up time. all of it, man. I, I really haven't. The other thing is I haven't really sat. I, when I used to write songs, I would sit down and like, just like right, but I, you know, I, my my hand has been giving me trouble, so I'm like I'm afraid to, to to, to play. Recently. You haven't seen a doctor to figure. Yeah, out. I've been to physical therapy. I mean, it's there's not like a it's just, and I've spoken to other musicians. It's just like one of those things. It's it's like a repetitive stress injury. It's you that's know, what I have on my hand right now. So uh, and arthritis runs in my family, so uh, it's not going to get any easier. And so there's like a dull ache over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ulnar nerve, for those of you who don't know, is is the nerve when you if you hit your elbow and it. You get yeah. that little funny bone. I hate it that. It goes from like here all the way down to, you know, to here. And um, there's things that can affect it. So, but the thing is like, you know, I'm working within limitations and I'm, I'm pivoting and uh, I think it's also good. It's, it's like I have to evolve, which is good too. I mean, like I think you see a lot of comedians that they're, they're, they're specials after two or three specials of a comedian that you really like, you kind of get what their shtick is. Sure. So I, I'm trying to avoid that and change up my, my hours, you know what I mean? You know what, what I actually, the, what one of the things you just said that I was like, oh, that would be so fun is like you and, and a guitarist. Yeah. Because I, you have good energy. You could kind of play off that person. Well, you know, if you, the next special coming out, I have a piano player. And do you really? Yeah, yeah I have a piano when do, player. Wait, wait, tell me, so tell me more about this. So you, obviously, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. I've seen you yeah. for a long time. What made you say hey you know what okay i'm ready to do a special like this is i feel like i'm i'm ready for this i uh well i shot the first one after touring colleges i did about 40 50 college tour dates and i just ran I my think hour that was the year yeah. that i we'd had that conversation and, yeah and then i was like i should just like film this and i was afraid to film it because then i'd be like oh no i have to write more music um and I, what if i can't write more music that's good, good as this music and then um and then i did and then <laughs> then uh i went to the fringe festival i, I ran my hour every day 
Uh, I was running some of the songs for years. And, and um, after putting out the first special, I felt such a relief. Uh, uh, creatively, I can uh, you know, do other things. So then now I'm like, all right. So, now, so I wasn't afraid of that feeling anymore. So with, this, with the next special, I just wanted to do things a little bit differently, put a little bit more money into it, a little bit more care, and uh, totally self-funded and uh, got a really good team together. And I, I think we made something really special and something that I'm, I'm really proud of. So, so obviously I'd love for it to be a hit. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we did something nobody else has done as far as musical comedy goes, you know, and, and even years down the road, it's something I could be proud of. So, so, so even like, I don't know, I just feel like I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with it. Even if nobody else likes it, I'll, I will be able to watch. I've watched it like 15 to 20 times at this point. Are you editing it? No, 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 no. But, but we get different cuts and, or, and the, the person mixing it, we have different mixes and cause we recorded it in a, we, we, we filmed it and recorded it live in a, a very special recording studio. Oh, uh, you didn't do it live in front of an audience. No, we did it in front of an audience. Oh. We did, but the audience was in the recording studio. That is the big, craziest thing big, I've ever heard. It was a big heard. recording studio um, right in West LA. It's They built the recording studio for Fleetwood Mac in 1979. Really? Yeah. What's this? Are you allowed to say the studio? Yeah, it's called it's called The Village. I've, and, never, even, uh, I've never heard of it. it sounds cool. Basically, every musician and artist you've ever heard of is recorded there. Yeah. Because I remember when you were running, I want to say maybe it was in preparation, but you there was a minute where you were running like an hour, I think it was maybe a month. I Maybe it was at Baroque. Maybe. Yeah, I was right. But, but I actually had already filmed my special. Oh. That old one. And then I just was like, oh, I'll just keep doing it because people were buying tickets. So I mean, now, it was so, cool. so I now, wanted to go one month and I wasn't able yeah. to get there. But so I now to in LA, now I, I do an hour just in general every month because I sell tickets. Is that Alana's? No, I, no I, I do my own hour now. The, so basically since uh since like december maybe even november i've i've done an hour every month and they've sold it. like i sold at west side twice i sold out the hollywood improv room and i'm doing it again on uh, a week from tomorrow um uh, con- congratulations that's awesome so people are buying tickets and people want to see me and they and, and one of the things that's different about my act is they come back and they they request songs so then they'll sing along so and what I really like about my, my, my comedy specials is that you don't have to watch it in one sitting. You don't have to like the whole thing. You could like one song and then just, or two, like any other music album, you can have your favorites and just listen to those on repeat. And then the rest, you know, you put it, you put aside, you know? Yeah. But I think that, shouldn't that be that way for all, all the comedy we listen to? It's not, but shouldn't it be? Well, with, with comedy, like specials with jokes, I think the replay value is not there where it is with music comedy you could you i could, agree you know you could listen to bo burnham's songs over and over again um yeah so uh and i i think with 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 jokes it's hard to capture that first feeling you had when it somebody made you laugh and like said that clever thing or because now you see what's coming you know what i mean there's a special i don't know if you've ever seen it because it's pretty old but it was our generation arguably was uh way back in the day was kevin james sweat the small stuff i did see that i couldn't quote you any jokes but he was a very funny guy so that special is one of the only specials other than like when i was younger i used to quote like chris rock and jerry seinfeld and stuff like that but like as i got older that was one of the first specials where i took joy in introducing it to other people. Yeah, I'm going to go back and watch that. It was 
so was that fun. On, was that on Comedy Central? Is it, did yeah, it, out? it was a Comedy Central. Right, it was, right? It's on Netflix now. I remember the first time I showed it to my girlfriend, and I, I saw her laughing at the jokes that I was like, man, I remember the first time I laughed at that, yeah. and it gave me just as good of a feeling. But I think the problem with a lot of comedy now is it doesn't do, you can't do that. Yeah. If you're watching, and I, you know, and the comic, I'm and there's also a lot of comedy now. It's over. It's a little oversaturated, and 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 uh, you know, there's just a lot. Well, do you think we're in a boom, and then there's going to be a bust? I mean, do you think right now, like, no, I think it's always going to be like this from now on. Really? Yeah, and I think you just have to f- work harder to stand out and find ways to get people to watch your stuff. Yeah. Well, how do you think? Do you think that, like, because you popped on social, do you think popping on social was helpful at all? Yeah, I mean, it changed my whole career. Did it's, it? It's the reason I'm on Wild and Out. It's the reason I sell tickets. 90% of my ticket sales are from social media. Um, so you think that that's pivotal. Any any comic that's trying to pop out now, if you were talking to a comic who's just starting, you would say, like, get your social game on point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say because when I, I'm 36. Yeah, when I, when me I, too. Yeah, when I started, you know, Facebook had just been invented you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and youtube wasn't as big of a deal and so i had the luxury of like developing my comedy and i think the way i think goal goals are different now like when i started i wanted to do jfl i wanted a late night spot and i I wanted my own tv show but but you don't really need that anymore i still want i mean i don't want all the things you mentioned but like having a late night uh five minutes and, and having my own television show would be great yeah, but when you're looking at building equity in your own brand and your own business, like social media and YouTube, and that's why one of the places we're really considering putting my special out is, I don't know where it's going to be, depending on when this, this comes out, but mm. watch it. You could watch it everywhere right now. We'll, we'll, put, it, we'll put it in the show notes, but, uh, and we'll make sure we'll release this right when it's coming out. But if, if you really believe in your, your product, you could put it out on YouTube and it will find the audience, you know, and then mm. the money all goes to you. Um, it's just different. I, I wouldn't tell them to, I would, I would say like, do you want to be funny? Do you want to make money? Do you want to be recognized by your peers? Do you want to like, what do you want? And I think it's going to kind of dictate the path you take as a comedian or an entertainer. I want to say all the above. Am I allowed to say yeah. that? Probably so not. then I guess you do got to work on social media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, do you want to move to the lightning round? You feel ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, it. I like to use an index card, so this way that you're kind of like you're on late night. Yeah. Um. So, question one: What is a favorite ritual of yours? So, mine is making tea. What would be one of yours? I would say, uh, you know, when I wake up in the morning, uh, I have my morning when I'm when I'm in town. You know, it's run, yoga, vo- vocal warm ups, and meditate, and then I have my oatmeal and a croissant. I love that. How long does all of that take? It takes about two hours. That's long. When do you wake up? I mean, I wake up at like nine. Oh, okay. Normally. I thought you were going to be like, I wake up at 4 a.m. So no, no, I, I, I don't get as much as I shouldn't done in a day that I could get done in a day. I still try to enjoy my life. I res- That I respect. Yeah. Uh, question two, what is a running bit you have with a friend or partner that makes you laugh? Inka dinka do. You know, we. I do have this new thing now. I had audition for this, this movie and the last line I have to say, Inka dinka dinka do. And um, it kind of made no sense. So I started saying it because of my friend who was running lines with me. He was like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So now we, we say it every once in a while. I like that. If I'm, if I'm saying bye, I'll be like, all right, buddy. Inka, dinka, dinka, do. 
Ain't good, ain't good do, homie. When did we find out if you landed that one? I, I did. didn't. Okay, all right. <laughs> I can't wait. You'll t- you could tell us the movie off mic. I'm dying to yeah. know. Uh, question three. Can you do an impression of one or both of your parents? No. No? I can't. The worse impression, the better. I just, my mom, so, so my mom is Brazilian and she has an accent and I guess I just hear it. I, I don't hear her with an accent. I, I, really I just hear my mom. I don't know. I can't do it. And then my, my dad's dad, dad, dad's club. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm my, right there with you, bud. And then my stepdad is American and speaks like a, like normal English, you know? Okay. Love yeah. it. Well, you don't have to. I'm not good at impressions. I, I know what my strengths are. I uh, listen. I get it. You know what? If I were ever auditioning for SNL, I wouldn't be doing I impressions. Wouldn't do it, yeah. Uh, question four. And you kind of started hinting at this a little bit. Um, have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? And if so, is there a moment that rings for you? I, I got cast on Wild and Out and I had to go do the show in September of, yeah. of 2022. And I felt odd being there. I felt like I didn't belong there. That's interesting. That's know. right up your we- your alley. That's right in your wheelhouse too. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But that was that was one of them. And then, uh, you know, when you're on, when I was like on a, there was a show I did. I was on a lineup with Reggie Watts, T.J. Miller. It was me, and then I think like one other comic. And I felt like I was like, oh man, what am I doing here? So, but but then my friend was like, there was no gap in your talent with anybody else's. You did great. So. Yeah, I think it's always going to be more in your head than it is outside yeah. of it. I don't think it ever goes away. I think, you know, you, the, the, as long as you're self-aware, I mean, look, I, I know I'm not the best musical comedian or performer. I, I know there's people that are better than me, but there's there's only one me. So, and I, I offer something special and unique. So I completely agree. You know, my mission, you know, I think, you know what I would say, going back to the, the comedian thing, I would say um, if you're an up and coming artist, entertainer, or any type of medium that you perform in, uh, create a mission statement for yourself like you were your own business mm. and let that guide you and how you operate. Because uh, if your mission statement is strong, then, uh, you know, d- like you define your values and, and what you want to do with your art and it kind of makes everything else easier, you know. Like Apple doesn't say, I want to make the best phone there is. They say, we want to make things that make people's lives better. Mm. So that's why they make other things, you know, and I like, like phones and speakers and uh, augmented, they're working on AR, they might make a car, they're making TV shows, like they make anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, my mission statement is to create genuine and authentic uh, connections with my audiences. So whether that's through doing standup or singing songs or, doing man on the street interviews or being, you know, it's just kind of, you can do all those things. You know what I mean? I like that. I was going to ask you your mission statement, but that that sounds pretty good. So we want to make unique and genuine experiences for audiences. I love that. Well, the final question, we typically say, what's your favorite tea or comfort, but you seem to be a tea drinker. So I'll say, what's your favorite tea? You know, I, uh, I like my throat coat. Sure. And I have my breathe easy and I have, those are for my maintaining. But there was this turmeric ginger tea that I bought on Amazon, a loose leaf tea that was like, I just, I, I liked it and I mm. felt better after I had it, even if it wasn't true. I don't know. I just felt better after. It's like very orange. Yeah. Um, and I just, I liked it. Turmeric. It was, it was a little bit intense, but um, I felt good drinking it. That's a great answer. Turmeric ginger. Um, well, how do you feel? Uh, I feel good. This tea was lovely. Uh, you know, it's like 
a nice little wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we got to have you. I'm glad we did too. Thank you for, uh, you know, steeping some tea with me and talking steep. And Yeah, that's how we do it. Um, you know, two steeped people here. Uh, uh, I'm excited to see your special, man. I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait to show it with y'all. It's, it's, I think it's really great. Well, I'm we're really going to put it in the show notes. Okay. Well, thank you. All right, guys. We're good. Stay steeping. Stay steeping. Oh, I love that. Stay steeping. That was Morgan J. You can follow him on Instagram and YouTube at Morgan J. You can follow him on TikTok at Morgan J. Official. Steep Conversations is produced and edited by Elliot GB. Our associate editor is Martin Alvarez. Our theme song and additional music are by Oliver Hymack. Our cover art was done by Neil Fraser with photography by Matt Mazisco. Social media by Dia Villegas. Please write a review and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you can. You can send any questions, comments, newly friend game suggestions, or tea suggestions to steepcombos at gmail.com or tweet us at steepcombos. I'm Josh Lanzette, and you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Josh Lanzette. We'll be back next week. So until then, happy steeping. I don't Completely even have an original. iPhone. Huh? I don't, even ha- I don't even use an iPhone, and I appreciated that song. You, oh, you didn't, but you do. I don't. Wait a second. Don't lie because I'm going to text you. You can text me. It's green, baby. It it came up blue. I don't think it could have. Came up blue. Oh, no. Oh, it is a text message. Yeah, it's green. It's green. I got to delete this number. (laughs)